Well, welcome to the Sportsbet AFL podcast, and what a treat we have in store for you. Two of the great power forwards of the early 90s, late 90s, and early 2000s. I tell you what, there's some real head wobble about <laughs> these two. Uh, Richo is always with us, but Good to be here. welcome to the great Matthew Lloyd. Thanks, Brownie. And Richo, I've heard a lot about this podcast, so I'm glad you finally asked me to join you. Uh, well, you couldn't do it last week. No. Your wife uh, was sick. Yes, right? yes, she's all right. She, we uh, wondered whether that was the truth. No, or not. no, it's, it's, uh, <laughs> she's off her feet for a couple of weeks. She uh, went and had a pedicure. Got an infection. Oh, really? Four course of antibiotics, nothing oh, no. cured, so they've had to have the nail removed and there was an infection under the toe. So nothing sorry. funny about your nah. feet, is it? <laughs> so you've had to do a bit of work around the house, oh, yeah, yeah, last night, uh, cooked, cleaned, and then the kids said, can you, you do our- no, no, a barbecue and pizza <laughs> pasta. That's about, about it. No, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. That's about it. Well, what about you, Mike? Well, no, uh, I do a fair bit yeah. of cooking. Yeah. 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 Share the load, you know. Ten Nothing. days on your own too at the moment. At the end. Christina's yeah. in New York at the yeah. moment, so holding up well. But I, I, don't, I did Saturday night footy the other night, Matthew, yes. and uh, just waiting for Triple M to come on, listen to the other game. And then I noticed that Essendon are playing some sort of legend corporate mm. game. Out in the middle, and our man over here. I don't want to say it was Richie Vandenberg, like, but I tell you what, he was taking it pretty serious. Who nah. played, Lloydie? Uh, so on, uh, it was the two major sponsors were Border Express and Antler Luggage. Yeah, and so uh, they try and recruit right. because they have a bottle of Grange and a fair bit riding on it. So on on um, my side, Border Express, Fletch was meant to play, but Fletch said he cut himself cooking that morning. Oh, oh, so Fletch pulled out. Oh, he on, said Fletch. he had stitches in the thumb. So uh, Andrew Lovett, uh, there was uh, on my Nathan Lovett-Murray, Chris Heffernan on the other team was uh, Wellman, uh, Jason Johnson, yeah. Jason Windlick, and Gary Moorcroft and his son, who's oh, a good, good little player. So how yeah. many did you kick? Uh, only three, <laughs> and I had a shot to win it after the siren and uh, missed. No, I actually went to pass to a bike yeah. just with about ten it seconds to go, yeah. and the guy had a torn bicep, so he went for it one hand. Oh no! Yeah, so anyway. see, that's why you never pass it off. Well, I know, you but he, know he was the owner of Hare House Warehouse, so it actually worked in my favour because he asked me to do something for him. <laughs> 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 a bit of modelling, you can do some modelling for the Hare House Warehouse. And a bit no, of other stuff, yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah. you're going to be playing in the Legends game yeah. soon, too. EJ Witten Legends game Friday week. I think the full squads are going to be announced on Friday. Mm. Uh, Dermot Brereton coaching the Vicks and Wayne Carey coaching oh. the All Stars. You do know um, Hummer, who does this yes. podcast normally, is over in England at the moment doing the Ashes. They sports bet try to get out of the line that Hummer could go out there and play. He's not. <laughs> and I, I, I didn't want to say or let him down gently. He goes, do you, reckon, do you reckon they'll go for it? And I said, oh, yeah, they might. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, apparently uh, it was just a flat no. Lloydie, this <laughs> is a bloke that was dropped from D-grade amateurs to the <laughs> oh, tourists. No. So he but can't rates play. Himself, oh, rates oh, rates <laughs> himself. No, enormously. it's tough though, Richo. You know, you've played a yeah. number of times. But the first year I played – didn't want to try too hard, Vandenberg yeah. style. Yeah. Yeah. One kick, three handballs. The Sunday footy show had my stats up there, the works. I thought, well, the following year I've got to do a bit better. Kick yeah. four, yeah. try too hard. Then you got so you've got to try and Is that find when you took somewhere. the hanger? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got to try and find that. So kick a couple. I reckon if, you, if you're playing forward, you kick two or three, yeah. it's all right. If you start looking at five or six, you're trying yeah, too for hard. Style. Yeah, uh, The coaching yeah. merry-go-round at the yeah. moment. Let's talk about David Teague, who's been appointed, mm. which, is, uh, which is great for Carlton. They're in a pretty good place at the moment, but no. Uh, uh, off camera, as you pointed out, Brendan Bolton also six of the first eight games around the mark, I yeah. think, that he won as well. Oh, look, there's no doubt with caretaker coaches. The shackles come off. You walk into the club and, and the caretaker coach is saying, play with freedom, mm. take the game on. So I think it's a little bit of a false economy when you're a caretaker coach because everything around the club's happy, everything's going well because you change the whole thing up. I guess the true test now comes. So 
I guess I was a little bit surprised that both North Melbourne and Carlton have gone with the caretakers and, and perhaps haven't gone with someone else. But time will tell. What do you think, Lloydie? Yeah, I'm not sure there was too much else you know, around, around yeah. either. You know, I think if you look at Voss or Teague, I like Teague because at least he's coached for 12 years yeah. too. You know, Northern Bullant's coached for a number of years. So he's coached his own yeah, team. Yeah, Adelaide Crows. He's been yeah. at West Coast, now Carlton. And I think when he finally got to do things the way he wanted to, uh, the scoring has gone through the roof. So pretty good time to coach Carlton, yeah. I would have thought. Oh, yeah. If you're yeah. buying shares, you'd yeah, want yeah. to buy them. They're rock bottom mm. at the moment. Mm. I, reckon, I reckon the last two weeks have helped. Yeah. Yeah. They've played West Coast mm. and Richmond. They were competitive in both Still got games. injuries too. Yeah, got injuries still. And I guess playing those top four teams, they were competitive and I reckon that was enough to get him across the line. There's a bit of talk about the fact that why they appointed him so early. Why don't they just wait? Mm. But what people have got to realise is there's list management decisions mm. to be made right now. I mean, the coach is going to want to have to say, well, example, Daisy Thomas. They're mm. talking maybe today that he might be told whether he's going on or not. 32 disposals on the weekend. Mm. Pretty handy player, Daisy mm. Thomas. So those decisions, I reckon, the coach who's coaching next year would want to be a part of. And Stephen Canilio is the other one that uh, he's probably want. Who's going to be he the coach? Wants to know. He wants yeah. to know. Clarko would be presenting. Yeah. Carlton had to make a decision. The other thing I thought too, if they lost to St Kilda this week, mm. Carlton. Then they played Geelong and Geelong. It doesn't look good for Teague either. He loses his last four or five. So it's probably the perfect timing yeah. to sign him up this yeah. week. What about Essen and Lloydie yeah. and the, the stuff with John Walsall? You were pretty strong mm. earlier in the week. Wush has come out and and suggested that uh, people in the media mm. were taking cheap shots. What would you make of that? Well, I, I never had a crack at his body language because uh, John has sat that way that's on the bench. That's how he's always well, done So it. that's one thing I didn't have a go at, which he said people took cheap shots, picking out two minutes. Kane Corns had a cheap shot. Out of 120 <laughs> minutes. I know Hutchie thought uh, was one of the poorest uh, coaching because he didn't feel, he didn't seem do anything right. on the mm. day when they conceded twenty one goals. But if they're having a good day, he's exactly, exactly. the same. He as did that. the same against Adelaide in the second half when they come from and, thirty points down. And hasn't he got the cans on talking to the assistants in the box yeah. anyway? Yeah, so, he has. Yeah. So I mean, the stuff would be happening up there. Uh, so that's right. So I've been strong because um, yeah, I just feel like they should be achieving more um, for what the talent they've got. Uh, if they are to be bundled out and not play finals and lose the next two, I reckon it'd be more likely not to coach next yeah. year. That's my opinion, but yeah. it's probably a 50-50 at the moment, depending on what happens in the next yeah. two weeks. He well, came out pretty hard, though, didn't he? Yeah. Wish defending what he, he was doing on mm. the bench. And it did sound like someone who felt under pressure. Yeah. Like, normally he's pretty cool, mm. calm and collected, but that's the most animated yeah. I've seen Wusher. Mm. I thought he was good, though, in that press yeah. conference. I mean, people were coming for him. I thought he had to be pretty strong with how he mm. spoke, and he did that. Well, we, you're looking at the finals mm. then, Lloydie. Are the Bombers done? Are they going to make the finals? They've yeah. got two pretty tough mm. games. Yeah, I think uh, they, they could miss, but they're the type of team, who knows, what they could come out and do this week. And that's the frustrating part is their good's pretty good, yeah. but they're bad. You know, I think with injuries, they've fallen apart the last two weeks, which is a sign of a strong game style. If you've got it, like Richmond, yeah. Yeah. I know they got beaten a few times, but to go over to Port Adelaide and beat Adelaide, Port yeah. Adelaide with a young team, yeah. I'm not sure Essendon's capable of that with their game style. All right, so you talked about the final eight. Who have you got over the next two weeks winning and losing? What is your final eight in two weeks' time? Well, I think your your top five or six are definitely home. We know that now. So that's West West Coast, uh, Geelong, Brisbane, Richmond, GWS and Collingwood. They're definitely playing finals. I think Port Adelaide will play finals now. And I really think the Western Bulldogs can win their last two games. Mm. And if they do that, they end up on 48 points. That means Adelaide can only get to 44. And even if the Bombers won Mm. one of their last two, the Dogs' percentage will still be more. Mm. So the Bombers, 
even if they win one, I think the Bombers will miss. I think the Dogs will play finals. I've got the Dogs finishing eighth and I've yeah. got Port finishing seventh. I think the Dogs beat Adelaide down in yeah, Ballarat. They do. yeah. I think they're a huge chance. No Jeremy Cameron this week. So if they if they win this week, they I think they're finals. just about in. But yeah. I've got West Coast finishing on top, then Geelong. Brisbane and Richmond. I think West Coast are going to beat Richmond this weekend. I've just got a funny feeling that West Coast are cheer up, then Collingwood, GWS, Port and the Dogs. So I mean, you've got Richmond beating Brisbane in the last game on the G? Yes. Yeah. So I've got Richmond going one and one over the yeah. la- over the, but I've got West Coast winning both games yeah. and Geelong losing this week but winning next yeah. week and they've got a better percentage than Brisbane. So I've got first week of finals, West Coast playing Richmond and Geelong playing Brisbane. Mm. Jeez, how good's that? Yeah, I think, again, probably the third, second time in three weeks, the way it's falling this week. But I think we all agree on the bottom part of the eight. I think Dogs or Adelaide for Essendon. But it's how you finish in that top four, which will be set up this weekend because uh, West Coast won a home final, Brisbane home final. If Richmond can get them at the G, well, then it sets you up. If you can go through to the grand final without leaving your home state, it's a massive advantage. Yeah, I don't think Richmond can get into the top two. Mm. I think they might drop one of their last two as well. So they'll finish fourth. But Gee, they'd love Geelong to win too. Mm. So they could yeah. play Geelong at the, at the G MCG in Geelong's home final. Yeah. Chris Scott won't be happy with that. Hey, let's talk about that. You, you guys were the great forwards of uh, the 90s and 2000s. I mean, there's some pretty good defenders around at the moment. I was interested, we had Sam Mitchell in the Sunday footy show. Um, and he said his first pick in any side at the moment, whether it be a forward, a defender, or a midfield, he's taken Harris Andrews. Mm. If you just lined everybody up, he thinks he is the key to mm. building a side around. Really? Um, in your eyes at the moment, who are the best defenders in the comp? Uh, I look at, say, personally, I would like to play on a McGovern type because I feel like he's relying on what's going on further afield. So I feel yeah. like if there's a smart enough ball movement, you can hit up yeah. enough and try and expose him. But does I'm, he play on anyone though, McGovern? No, he does. No. When, he, when Barras yeah. went mm. out injured, he had to play on someone. And that mm. week they actually played up in, in Sydney mm. and the Swans lowered their eyes and went through yeah. his man. So... I know what you're saying. He, he, you can expose him if the other defenders mm. aren't taking the matchup, so Jeremy McGovern. Uh, whereas Grimes, I'd hate to play on Dylan Grimes mm. because he's that he's fast, quick off the mark. Mm. He's going to beat you first before he gets the footy. So I hated those sort of yeah. defenders. He that, reminds me of Max Hudson a little yeah, bit. Yeah, he does. Yeah, tough to get a kick on. Mark Blixarves, I reckon he'd be a nightmare because yeah. he's endurance – Pretty quick, yeah. long, rangy. And all over you. All too, over you. Like, yeah. yeah, I hate Fletcher training. I used to go chasing kicks yeah. on the wing. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing, yeah. isn't it? You get your lockdown yeah. defenders, yeah. which just all they're worried about mm. is defence first, not mm. getting a kick. Whereas a Matthew Scarlett, who yeah, yeah. you would have played, Scarlett's one of the greatest defenders of all time, but he still liked mm. to get a few kicks. So yeah. you felt like you were half a mm. chance on him, whereas you probably towed him up, Lloydy. But no, no, Presty, I, yeah. I couldn't get a kick yeah. on Presty because yep. yep. he did not care if he had donuts mm. at the end of the day. Presty, yeah. mm. Presty G, slow mo. Yeah. <laughs> Spud, Spud once before a game yeah. said, uh, to Richo, just challenged him and said, we're coming up against Collingwood, this is on a Friday, so obviously playing the next day, Saturday, and he goes, and if you don't get a kick on Prestigious slow I don't think you're going to get a game next week. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, he's actually not that slow, yeah. but and what, what happened the first lead? Yeah. I, ball comes out of the middle, clean centre break, plenty of grass in front of me. I lead out and Presty runs straight past me and punches <laughs> it away. How slow, uh, yeah, how yeah. slow am I then if I yeah. can't get past him? Yeah. What I did notice on Twitter though the other night, Matt, um, was our man Lordo here yeah. did his top seven mm. goal kickers that he's going to have kick for his life. Right. He's really jumped on the Darcy Fogarty train. 
man. She hasn't he jumped on going back in. <laughs> no. Darcy Fogarty, number one. Yeah, number one. I've watched Darcy. He's only played a handful of games. Have yeah. you watched him a lot in junior? Yeah, juniors. You're going to kick for life on the back of only oh, a few I don't games. know if I said life. Kick for me. If I wanted some, the siren gone, yeah. Yeah, I'd want kicking for me. And I actually said, you know, I've grabbed my son. Yeah. He started, he's six and he kicks around corners, yeah, bananas, yeah. snaps, and he's, the grind. Grind. he's the, doing the grind. Mice, yeah, be the traditionalist, yeah. just kick straight. You know, that's a bonus if you can snap them. So, what do you like about his Fogarty is just the pureness of like everyone runs straight, the ball drops beautiful, he's yeah. run up smooth. Yeah. Uh, it's the right pace to it. Yeah. There's just no margin really for error. So, I don't think he's yeah. ever going to go too wrong with it. So, he's number one. He's my yeah. number one. Yeah. Give us, give, uh, for our listeners who don't know, give us your top uh, seven. So, number seven, I had Tim Membry, who's I know he's had the yips at times. Skunk. 40 goals, 14 this year. Yeah. Uh, Membry. Uh, I wanted to put Tipper in, but we'll, uh, I went Jack Darling at six. Yeah. So, Tipper just misses out. Tommy Hawkins, number five. Uh, number four. You, did, you say all, all those three that you've just said yeah. have improved dramatically yeah, from they what have. they used to be. Hawk yep. used uh, to be a bit unreliable, mm. didn't he? Yeah, he yeah. did. Um, just knows his kick, you know, and has them fade. Mickey Walters at four because, again, you'd back him in. It's big the moment. moment. It's it is, the moment yeah. with him. Yeah. You know, number three, Ablett's the best I've ever seen on the run. Oh, without a doubt. And then even as a set to shot. 55 to in, 40, yeah. yeah. We, yeah. We've done this a few yeah. weeks ago, but it's just very economical, exactly. isn't it? Everything's straight. And I find the same with all of these guys. Number two, Tory Dixon. Yeah. You just know what he's doing. Straight. straight. Not a long kick. And then one, I hope you can guys can you – know, but in three weeks, you're saying, gee, Foggy's a good kick. Because oh. I know you're all over Well, he's here, coming mate. off five straight. Five straight. And he's 50. He's raised the eyebrows. Do you know I did look at his career stats? 19 shots he's had. Yeah. So he hasn't – not a lot of work to <laughs> – but 15 goals for, but not a lot of work to go you'd off. Still, I'm going early, Richard. You'd still take Tony Lockett after having, yes. you know, 1,800 shots at goal yeah. when it's 70%. That's right. He's yeah. the best. I just, I just want to quickly do a quick top seven off the back of Lloydy's mm. top seven there. I just thought my top seven that I'd like to take on a footy trip with me. Oh, the footy yeah. trip? Yeah. The footy to, trip top oh, seven? I know we've got to move on quickly, so I'll do it quickly. Number one, you've got to take our mate Kane Pettifer because yeah. if you need to get into a nightclub yeah. anywhere in the world. He does the job. He gets this, the job done. He will yeah. get you in. He'll mm. get you on the guest list. He does a lot of work with the bouncers on the door, and uh, he's my number one. Number two, you want someone who will just stand at the bar all night mm. and drink pots of beer, <laughs> and that's Scotty <laughs> Turner. Turner. Hence his mm. nickname, The Fish. He mm. will stand at the end of the bar <laughs> and he will not look any different from his first yeah, pot yeah, to his 50th saying. pot. Unlike you, uh, his head goes upside <laughs> down. Yeah, that's all right, but I'm still there. I'm still there. <laughs> Jeez, you, you use oh. that every week, don't you? Uh, number three, uh, teammate of ours, Tim Fleming. If any sort of scrap developed in the bar, he's a pit bull. He'd I be there you. helping yeah. you get out of any sort of trouble. Uh, just for his entertainment value, <laughs> Kane Johnson, mm. when you go out with him, anything can happen. After he's had two or three beers, he gets this look in his oh, eye yeah. where he looks straight through you. He doesn't even know you're there. <laughs> like Biddy's ear one. <laughs> uh, number five, Brendan Favola. Mm. Just for entertainment, entertainment value, the louche. Uh, Aaron James, number mm. six, used to play at Collingwood and Richmond. Could put a few down, James. You. Yeah, he used to get his drink card at the responsible service of alcohol. wasn't yeah. quite what it used to be then. He'd go to the Tunnel nightclub. He'd get his drink card of ten. He'd go up and he'd just get them all at once. They'll have 10 bourbon and Cokes. He'd take the speed humps out, didn't like any ice blocks in there, and he'd go bang. And if you're going for a week, I reckon you'd love to have oh, Martin Pike Pikey by your yeah. side. Pike, Pikey would That's be a there. scary list. Uh, I'm going to Vegas uh, in October. Oh, yeah. yeah, put over the line. Hit the boys. You got the Cardi I got over the line. LA Vegas. You know who I hit up? Who? My old sparring partner, Campbell Brown. Oh, it's Brownie. They yeah. said, nah, he's not coming, but they said, if you want to know anything about Vegas, Get in touch man. with Brownie. So he's, he's 
pretty much been my done he, my itinerary for me. He oh, just yeah. he just went to Vegas recently, yeah. and it was his eighteenth trip to yeah. Vegas. Eighteenth <laughs> trip to Vegas. Yeah. What about, um, before we get in, I think yeah. you've got a story for us in a minute, mm. but um, a couple of retirements, yeah. uh, a former teammate of ours, Brett Deledio, who I think didn't miss a game for the first yeah. 11 or 12 years of his career yeah. and has had a real hard run. Yeah, I felt really sorry for Lids the last few years up at GWS because he deserves some success after after some disappointing years at Richmond as a team. Not him, he always performed consistently. Oh, look, Brett came in as a number one draft pick. I remember his first game, he came out on the lead and, and clunked a ball while he was getting clipped around the, the neck. And I thought, oh, this kid's got something. And he hardly missed a game for 12 years at Richmond. And he could play anywhere, very versatile. Loved his um, coin too. Yeah, he did. Hasn't <laughs> wasted a cent. <laughs> um, but unfortunately, injuries got him in the end. But a, a fantastic player. Lived up to being a number one draft yep. pick, I reckon. Yep. Threw some hard times at Richmond. Yeah, I heard today he played 197 of his first 201. Yeah, it's extraordinary. And yeah. then at the Giants, his body, he just you can tell he's got yeah. no confidence yeah. Yeah. in himself, so he hasn't been that dynamic player. He, I reckon he didn't want to use his full running mm. ability at the yeah, Giants because when you get soft mm. tissues, it does your head in, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Normally every week, Richo comes with some sort of story which makes us laugh, and he's probably getting to the end of his story. Uh, <laughs> I've nearly <laughs> run repertoire out of at the moment. It's a long season. I think we're 22 weeks in. So have you got oh. something for us? Yeah. So it's 2008. And I'm under the, I'm under siege with Matty Knights. He's got me on the ropes. He sent me out to the wing half forward. Yeah. The next step was pretty much your career You're over. Gone. I'm You're gone, gone, right? So uh, anyway, it just happened that uh, Courtney Johns, Jay Nagel, these, Southern Aurora. Yeah, they're, he was trying to build them up, but they were injured. So he said, can you go back to the goal square for us? And I said, no worries. And we're playing Melbourne at the G. We'd lost about six in a row. And so I reckon the next step was he called me up to his office in the yeah. in the Thursday night. I thought the time's come. I reckon I'm yeah. going back yeah. to yeah. VFL. Yeah. Bendigo Bombers as the captain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was rock bottom. And he said, uh, no, I'm going to give you another chance this Ooh. week. All right. Yeah. So I'm there. Anyway, third gamer comes running down to me. His name was Stefan Martin. Off, yeah. It's fair to say fullback. Melbourne, Melbourne, Melbourne playing yeah. Melbourne. It's fair so, to say fullback wasn't his so strong now, suit. Now at the Brisbane Lions. <laughs> at the Brisbane Lions. And – all due respect to Stefan, it was probably player. I kicked two in two minutes. Probably the easiest two I've ever had, where he just had no idea. Stefan Martin. <laughs> so anyway, about five minutes into the first quarter, they put down uh, Matthew Warnock to oh, me, yeah. and he was holding, he was pinching, he, he was, was punching. Yeah, he was a real pest. Anyway, he was scragging me. So I got to halfway through the third quarter, and we we're at it, you know, wrestling a bit. A pack's formed. I've lost him. And I've just sat on top of the pack, which was when I took mark of the year. Gone back, kicked the goal. He's gone to give me one of the ribs again. I go, you excited, Matty? He goes, what? <laughs> I said, how excited are you? He goes, what are you talking about, you? Can we swear here? Yeah. You cockhead. <laughs> and I said, uh, I reckon you've probably always dreamt about being on a footy card, <laughs> but you've never quite been good enough. Now finally you're going to be on one, right? Because but unfortunately I'll just be sitting on your head, right? And then anyway, next about two minutes later, the ball comes down from a pack and when you get hot, yeah, yeah. I've just charged. It's fallen into my lap. He's gone one side, I went the other. And uh, I've kicked the goal, number six. And I was what, up and about. What stage is this? This is halfway through the third quarter. Oh, yeah. And I hadn't had a kick for about six weeks. <laughs> so I was up and about. 
And I said to Maddie, hey, Maddie, I said, unfortunately, you just can't walk into the milk bar and buy experience. But just, geez, that was an experience crumb from the big man. And he's going, guys, look at this bloke's an absolute evil. I don't know what he thinks of me now. But I didn't sledge too often, but I was up and about. You know, what he, you know what he thinks, right? What is that? He thinks you're a flop. Yeah. Half a dozen snags to yeah. do that. Yeah. Uh, you could win Mark of the Year. Mark of the Year. Good yeah. opening yeah. segment. Yeah. We'll be back with more soon. All right, every week you bring a burning question. What do you got for us this week? Well, this is a little bit off the back of Lloydie taking the Essendon uh, Legends game a little bit too seriously <laughs> last Friday night. When you retire as an ex-AFL player, you shouldn't take your tel- yourself too seriously. But unfortunately for an ex-teammate of, uh, of ours down at Richmond, or not you, ex-teammate. You did wear a full tracksuit out to a car yard. Not that long I ago. I did, yeah, I did. With, with the Richmond hat oh, as well. I, I, I was ambushed, right? I was ambushed. But anyway, no, yeah, full, well, full play yeah, kit. Okay. Yeah, I, needed, I didn't know that they were going to take a photo, right. Lordy. Okay. I'd been at work. Yeah. Anyway, it's a different story, yeah. Nader. Yeah. Um, so you shouldn't take yourself too seriously. Yeah. But unfortunately, my burning question this week is, when you're an ex-AFL footballer and you go down to your son's uh, footy club on a Saturday afternoon and they get all the dads there, they've got a barbecue, mm. I reckon if they've got a longest kick competition, mm. as an ex-AFL player yeah. recently retired, you don't enter the competition. No, you don't. Right? Unfortunately for Sean Grigg, he entered the competition. <laughs> not only did he enter, <laughs> not only did he enter, but he won the long oh, kick no. competition and took the prize home. Yeah. No, what was the prize? Just like a meat tray or something at the local that's footy club. That's terrible, isn't it? Yeah. He didn't give it back and he, and he took home the prize and he entered the longest kick competition. So mm. my burning question is. is he a tight-ass Griggy? I don't think he is. Good mates with Brett Deledio. Yeah, well, maybe he is. But <laughs> you, you just so you cannot enter those sorts of things yeah. if you're an ex-AFL player. My other one that just happened to me just before, why is it that when you go to a service station and the bloke behind the counter, mm. as you're paying, mm. says, would you like some of these chocolates here or would mm. you like some of that? No, I wouldn't. <laughs> if I wanted them, I would have picked them up and I would have paid for them. Yeah. So just let me pay for my petrol. And Are these the burning but, questions but, facing Melbournians no, every week? But he's just doing his job, Richard. No, he's you, not, Lloyd. Yeah, he's being told he has to do that. No, but I don't. It's an invasion of my mm. privacy that he's asking me whether I want those <laughs> oh, chocolates. Do you know what my first job was, off topic, was I worked at Hoyt's in the candy bar. Did you? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was no good there. So they said to me, can you wheel a tro- trolley into the cinemas? And sell them in the cinema. But no, what I had to do? Had a thing, I had to yell out, choc tops, peanuts, drinks. <laughs> <laughs> And honk a horn. Oh, <laughs> I knew I was at my lowest point then. <laughs> so my, my burning question is they shouldn't oh. be allowed to do that. No. Yeah. They should not be allowed to do that. Because you get all confused. You, you, uh, just, you, no. If I wanted the chocolates, I would have bloody got them. <laughs> I agree with the Griggy story, but I'm with the guy. He's just doing his job. No. What about Lord yeah. yelling at Chalk Tops? Uh, we'll be back next with uh, – we're going to have the Trumpet Award. All right, let's get into the Trumpet Award. This is where we give the 3 to one not only the whole round. So it can be a player, it can be a coach, it can be a footy club. And is the Lord 3 doing some votes as well? Worst on. He, yeah. uh, he, uh, yes, he is, oh, Matthew. Mm, yeah. So how about you go first with your 3-2-1 right. Okay, I'll go, I'll go quickly. Uh, I gave one to Josh Dunkley. His form's been incredible. Yeah. He is a gun. He's a gun midfielder now. He's turned himself into a beauty. Two to James Sicily. Um, not only does he intercept, he wins one-on-one battles that most defenders wouldn't even try and win. He loves to do that. James Sicily too. Charlie Cameron, best small forward in the game, six goals straight. 
he is electric. He's unstoppable at the moment. I think he'll set a final light. So mm. three to Charlie Cameron. Lordo? Uh, I went uh, one. I went the Western Bulldogs to kick 21 in a row when they yeah, get hot good. like that. I think it was the performance of the round. Two, I love seeing the Cats back strangling a team. Kept mm. this ruse to one goal. So I was hoping to see something so they can uh, be good in the finals. And three votes I've given to the mindset and execution of Clarko's plan. Oh, I was yeah. in Canberra. And just the whole build-up to it and the way they took down the Giants through the mind mm, and, and the game plan was brilliant. I've given one vote, Dallas, to Clarkson. Yeah. For him to run out and set the tone with yeah. no yeah. top, Isaac Smith does the same thing. You see Jeremy Cameron freezing yeah. with his arms. That symbolised it all, didn't yeah. it, that shot? Alistair Clarkson set that up beautifully. Two votes, Josh Dunkley. The form he's in is unbelievable at the moment. And three votes... Charlie Cameron, 47 mm. goals as a half forward. Like, he yeah. was a bit part player under Eddie Betts, but yeah. he has blossomed into the best forward in the game. Do you know he was held goalless by Saad, by yeah, Edison, they lost. That's, that's and right. he was held goalless by Plowman, Carlton, they lost. Oh, is that right? So it's amazing. He's the barometer. Barometer. He's the barometer. Yeah. yeah. Hey, just on Geelong quickly mm. before we do the worst, you know, you talked about them strangling mm. down there at Geelong. Mm. Do you think that that ground ends up being their yeah. Achilles heel mm. come finals time? I know they've won flags yeah. in recent years, but. I reckon, oh, I agree, when, they, I reckon yeah. when they get on the mm. Jeep, their actual home yeah. ground hurts them. Anyway, I gave one vote for worst on to Gill and Ooh. the comments on Canilio. Mm. I just don't reckon he, he needed to do that. And if you're Carlton, you're probably pretty annoyed at that because um, they want to get him, mm. Canilio. I gave two to North Melbourne. I did that game. Yeah. If, lowest score in their mm. history. It's been overlooked a bit because of Essendon. One yeah. goal. Yeah. It was unbelievable. And uh, I gave three for, to the worst for the Essendon footy club. Yeah. How you can – allow a team to kick 21 straight goals in this modern age of mm. defensive structures and team defence. That was unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. Good one, uh, Richard. One I've given to the Suns, 16 in a row. Yeah. They're an AFL club, but yet no one cares. No. Uh, another team that uh, no one cares about too much is the Demons. Uh, one of the worst seasons we've seen, seven goals, 11. Gorn saying he's had to tag for the first time in his life. What's he doing tagging? They are terrible. And, the demons, aren't they? and I think Goody has tried that many things this year, and this is the, the last of them. I think the uh, Gorn tagging. And three votes. I was going to go Essendon, but what about the Doggies cheer squad really clapping Essendon when they kick the goal? <laughs> I like that. I reckon that's <laughs> very funny <laughs> from the Bulldogs. They haven't had much joy oh, out of no, the course uh, against the Bombers. The yeah. Bombers have really given it to yeah, the Dogs yeah, over yeah. the years. They've yeah. won four in a row against the Don. So. Okay. Yeah. One vote to North Melbourne um, for the same reason we've spoken about. GWS, I just thought yeah. that was pathetic up mm. there and encapsulated Jeremy Cameron being cold out in the field. And three votes to the Bombers. It was one of the worst performances yep. I've seen from a footy club. You were there, Lloyd. You must have just thought you were seeing things. Yeah. I thought their pressure was okay early, but the dogs yeah. were just better. Yeah. And then um, after that, just capitulated. Maybe and, the dogs are just mm, going that good too. Mm, yeah. And, and I think they plan Sard not playing. Yeah. Uh, as I said, I think John Worsfold talks a lot about we're building towards this premiership, but I still don't see the style that's going to take them yeah, there. Yeah. Talk about the four best games of the round up next. There's some cracking games going on this weekend. We've actually got a mega bet here at Sportsbet. No game to be decided by more than 40 points this weekend mm. apart from the Hawthorne Gold Coast game because it's not a bad one everyone is a really good game let's start off with Brisbane and Geelong up in Brisbane do you give the Cats a chance because Brisbane have been so good up there yeah, you'd have to give the top team a chance but I think it's the pace of Brisbane mm. so I'm concerned about the speed and the leg speed of Geelong so I think you know, if they can get you know the yeah. man behind the ball and all yeah. that that's great but 
I think uh, Charlie Cameron, obviously the, the pace through the midfield, you know, of, of Brisbane, just the way they move the ball yeah. more so than pace in They're general. They're set up for gonna... tall forwards in yeah. their defensive end, mm. the Cats, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Yeah, and particularly at the Gabba, it's mm. a wide ground. Yeah. It's a really wide ground. Mm. The wings up there are just about mm. the widest um, in the AFL. So this is going to test Geelong's defensive structure. Mm. As you said, the pace of Brisbane. I think even if the Cats win the contest and clearance and, and get it uh, – forward first. I, I can see the Lions getting through them. So I think at the Gabba, I just can't tip against the Lions mm. at the moment. Their form's that good. I think they'll win. Yeah, Saturday afternoon yeah. too at the Gabba. At the moment, Brisbane $1.80 and the Cats at $2. Um, Richmond West Coast, mm. I said before that I think West Coast to win because what the Tigers struggle with is pace in in their defensive end. Mm. I, I think forwards and they've got Rioli, um, they've got uh, yeah. um, uh, Ryan. Stack. Ryan, they've got a lot of players oh, sorry, down yeah, in that yeah, forward end. Yeah. Cripps, who's mm. very good as well. And I, I just Darling's think, quick. I just think they're going to have a real issue with those players. I think it's going to be close, but West Coast have got a great record at the moment in Melbourne and at yeah. the MCG, not only Marvel. So I think West Coast in an upset. Mm. Actually, they're going to be the first interstate team to win six games at the MCG mm. in a long, long time. Tigers are $1.54, West Coast $2.43. I think if it's a little bit damp and Richmond can get the ball on the ground and they can get that surge and momentum going they can win, but if it's dry and it looks like it might be 20 degrees, if the Eagles get their kicking and marking game going, I, I think they can probably get across the line. Yeah, I'm all over the Tigers. A bit of rain at the MCG, and I just think that uh, they're the hottest team going. I know the Eagles' kicking's beautiful and all that, but I think the Tigers will stop that yeah, and they'll win. You actually look at who they've played, and mm. West Coast have played a lot of the teams Richmond have played mm. in the last five or six weeks. Richmond have actually won more convincingly, yeah. but yeah, I, I just think the height might trouble yeah. Richmond, the contested marking. Adelaide, Collingwood, Adelaide are $1.72, Collingwood $2.10. Adam Trelaw, 14 in the last 15 games, mm. he's had 30 or more disposals. Mm. He's flying at the moment. Who You've you been like? all over that. I've listened to that does this he, year. Yeah. Does yeah. he damage enough? No, he doesn't. No. But still, when you're backing him for 30 or more disposals... <laughs> well, you're already worried about the Don't, 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 don't have did a target, Matthew. Uh, uh, I, I think the Crows win this one because I think that uh, Collingwood have beaten the Suns and Melbourne and we've got a little bit excited saying, oh, Collingwood yeah, back. Yeah. But I love what the Crows did on the weekend against the Eagles. It's the best I've seen them play in a long, long time. Mm. I thought they moved the ball, measured at times, they went quick mm. at times. And uh, as I said, they seem to play with more energy than mm. I've seen for a while. So I think on their home deck, yeah, I think Adelaide. they'll beat Collingwood. I think the fa- if it was in Melbourne, I'd tip Collingwood, yeah. but at the Adelaide Oval. Mm. Yeah, they got their form back and... As you said, they mm. they know that they've got the dogs in Ballarat in the last round. This is mm. the elimination yeah. final. They have to win this, the Crows. Yeah. And the other good game is GWS up against the dogs. It's going to shape the final eight, and particularly where GWS – GWS still an opportunity to finish fourth, but I just think the dogs at the moment – when the dogs are at their best, there's not many that can go with them. Mm. I think they've blown away the Tigers this year. They've blew away the Bombers. Um, they've beaten Geelong as well this yeah. year. So at their very best, I think the, the dogs are almost untouchable, mm. but then they can put in a performance that has them losing the Gold mm. Coast, St. Kilda. Carlton, mm. St Kilda. Mm. Um, so mm. the very best and the very worst is a long way apart, but I, I reckon the dogs can get them. I remember the end of 2016, the one thing that really struck me with the dogs was this contested footy, that they were winning it, but they weren't just winning it. They were winning it by 40, mm-hmm. 35-40 in finals. And you looked last week, they won the contested possession by 40 mm. again. It's It's got that look about it again. Mm. If the dogs, and they run. Yeah, if the dogs make the finals, you just never know what could happen those first few weeks. So I think they'll win this game and I think they'll finish eighth and you wouldn't want to play them in the first week of the finals. Yeah. They'll get a few back, the Giants, possibly Cali DeBoer, but you never get a better time than yeah. right now to get the Giants, so the dogs win. All right, up next, the stats game. I like this. It's going to be good. 
Okay, it's time for the stats game. We're going to put these two through their paces to see how much they know about football. The first question on the back of the fact that you used to knock Stewie Lowe's uh, son for six <laughs> in the cricket. How many marks in his career did Stewie Lowe take? Closest wins. Okay. Do you want to go first, Scotty? Oh, I'll say uh, 1,500. Okay. I say... I reckon he took about 2,800. It's a lot big difference, isn't mm. it? 2,503. Mm. So one no, why, Richard, I want to know. You were probably – you were probably – do you beat him or second to him? Or? Um, Have you got the most ever, Richard? No, I think – I reckon Nick Rewald has. Okay, now. yeah. yeah. Oh, took part – went past you. Probably took That's three. That's why you knew it. <laughs> <laughs> he was all over it. <laughs> all right, that was skewed in the favour of Matthew because he knows it. How many uh, goals did James Hurd kick in his career? Ooh. I'll say uh, – 350. Yes, I'm going to say 421. 343. Oh, oh, no. One all. Okay. Blake Carousella played at Brisbane. How many goals did he kick at Brisbane? At Brisbane. Mm. Jeez, that's tough. 71. I'll say uh, 40. Yeah, 33. Yeah. Only played the two years at mm. Brisbane, Blake Carousella. How many points? Is he going to coach Essendon next? It's a good question, Richie. Yeah. So it's 2 yeah. 1. Lord in front. How many points did Wayne Carey kick in his career? So he kicked in the 700s goals wise. I'll s- Do you want me to go first? You go first. I'll say um, 360. I'll say 338. Matthew Lloyd takes the lead. Mm. 457. Mm. More than I, I thought. And he kicked yeah. 727 and yeah. kicked 457 points. Shit, that's more than mm. I thought. Mm. And you duck, too. Duck, you might have a better duck, ratio than him. The way he talks, yeah. he was the best <laughs> kicker goal of all time. <laughs> Fair to say you two didn't handball a hell of no. a lot. Who averaged more handballs? I reckon Lloydie did. Um, well, I'll, I'll go Richo. Richo, 3.12. Lordo, 3.01. Oh, mine got Close though, 879 handballs, Richo, and you had 812. I reckon mm. mine got inflated. The last year when I had oh, to, yes. I actually wing, had to handball wing, yeah. a bit off on the wing. <laughs> All right. Out of these All five players, yeah. who averaged the least amount of tackles? Wayne Carey, Matthew Lloyd, Matthew Richardson, Gary Ablett Sr. and me. Um, I'll say Ablett Sr. I reckon I might have. <laughs> you damn right, <laughs> Dick. <laughs> So the duck averaged 1.17 a game. You were 1.13. That's too many. Average 1.03. I averaged 1.23. 0.48. 4.8? 4.8? Jeez, that's bad. You know, the year he, he kicked 91 goals, he laid five tackles for the whole year. Oh, no, Richard. <laughs> oh, that's the stats game. <laughs> that's good. Okay. We always pick the mind of Richo. Special guest today, Matty Lloyd. We're going to pick the mind of Matthew Lloyd. Who was the best player you played with? James Hurd. Uh, most important, Dustin Fletcher, but Hurd was the greatest. Bigger the game, the better Hurd played. Well, a bit on that, uh, James Hurd. Do you think James Hurd could coach at senior AFL level again? He could, but I don't think he will. I think he's got uh, doing too many other things, and he's, uh, I don't think we'll ever see him at Clubland ever again. Have you ever dyed your hair? Yes, I have. That's no messing of, around. It's one of my okay, questions. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was the weirdest thing Kevin Sheedy ever did as coach? 
the weirdest thing. Um, there was a player by the name of Matthew Banks that we had, and he was just um, butchering training. Like he was missing yeah. targets, dropping yeah. marks. I could see Sheeds getting angrier and angrier. So about t- half an hour in a training, he goes, all right, guys, off the fence. So he said, Banksy, make sure you're in my group. I want to do some work with you. So he rolled the ball at Banksy, and just as Banksy's about to pick up the ball, he cocked the elbow, <laughs> smashed him in the cheekbone and said, Banksy, go and see the doctors and physios have the rest of the night. So he deliberately <laughs> did Deliberately <it>. cocked the <laughs> elbow. <laughs> so training could improve Imagine his that now. Speaking oh. of Matty Banks, our man here mentioned Kane Pettifer before. So yeah. he got Kane Pettifer to look after his house. Yeah. We went to he, – he, he got an apartment in New York yeah. uh, for a month. Kane Pettifer looked after the apartment. No parties, no guests, no nothing. Mm. Pets was like, no problems. Yeah. He had a party over at his house, right? Yeah. Richo's found a disposable camera with all these shots oh. on it. Matty Banks in the middle of the landroom <laughs> putting his hand in the air dancing. No surprise. And, no and sleeping on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Who was the best defender you ever played on? Uh, Scarlett, yeah. The first uh, maybe five or six years, Mickey Martin just terrorised yeah. me when yeah. I was 16 to 22, 23, <laughs> but then by the end of it, the way Scarlett ran off, and hurt you the other way, Scarlett. Both of your brothers work at football clubs, yeah. one at Geelong and one at Carlton. Have they ever given you any information that you've used in the media? Uh, no. Oh, no, really? No. Jeez, so, that's good. Yeah, yeah. The brother Simon is the biggest vault of all time. Is he? Uh, my brother Brad was a list manager at Frio, and yeah. he used to ask my opinion on players right. and all that, but now he's ahead of footy at Carlton. Give you nothing? No, nah, vault. Mm. Yeah. When you used to throw the grass up, was that more about to see the wind or was that more about you? Uh, what, a bit of me, me time. Yes. <laughs> I copped it for that, particularly when we went to Eddie Had and the roof was on. Like, blokes were giving it to me. But <laughs> now, I was a shocking kick for three years. And then I, was, I said to David Whedon, the man yeah. you both know, yeah. Richmond, yeah. said, hey, Dave, you got to help me. Yeah. And Windy Hill, sometimes I'd have to aim for the point post to score the goal. So that's why I'd often check the wind. And it becomes such a habit over a six month period that it stuck with me. You got any more? Uh, yes, I've got one more. Mm. When you go on this footy trip yeah. uh, that you're having to mm. Vegas and LA in the next few weeks, is it true that the only drink that you'll drink is Midori and lemonade? <laughs> <laughs> that was my first drink I started on. <laughs> then I moved to the vodka and raspberries. <laughs> <laughs> and then I've, uh, yeah, I'm a bit of vodka, lemonade, vodka, soda water. Oh, nice. That's all I've got mm, in yeah. me these days. Yeah. Very good. Last mm. one from me. <laughs> Who you like the nickname, the Velvet Sledgehammer? I don't mind it because uh, I was whacked from pillar to post early days yeah. and then I had to toughen myself up. Sheeds just said to me, if anyone's in the hole, you make them pay yeah. and then that name came about. Yeah. So Brad Sewell, Boston Z. Can I ask Lloydie just one yeah. more? When you go to an Essendon home game yeah. at uh, Marvel Stadium, yeah. you look up and it's the Lloyd end. Yeah. Do you just feel a little bit of uh, There's a little bit of hairs on the back of the next stand. <laughs> <laughs> goosebumps. Uh, good right. stuff, Lloydie. Last segment coming up next, <laughs> it is the movie line. You like this. Uh, so normally I do a movie line, so I try and get a movie, and I thought with you coming in, I couldn't quite find the movie, and I, I, I changed the words or the lyrics or the actual script. So I've, I've gone with a song Righto. this time, and we all know the great song Thunderstruck from ACDC. Yeah. It goes, I was caught in the middle of a railway track. I look around, I knew there was no turning back. My mind raced. I thought, what could I do? Hmm. So this is what I'll come up with now. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I was caught in the middle of the MCG. So I braced and I thought, what could I do? I saw Sully's head, so I charged right through. <laughs> Sound of the drums nearly stopped his heart. I tore him apart. You've been velvet struck. Oh. <laughs> 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 not bad. Not 
bad. And oh, it's good. Yeah. That's it. It's interesting. That, that was just uh, a day where after I did it, because I was said it was. I knew I wasn't yeah. playing well. Yeah. But Nathan Lovett Murray walking up the race. I had four possessions. I was on Ryan Showmakers. Yeah. I thought I was in for a big day. He kept me to four. <laughs> and Nathan Lovett Murray said, "You're a big man. I know you're sore with an injury. Just throw your weight around." So I thought I'm going to try and get Sam Mitchell. And it happened. The Sully's come run the other way, but. The venom towards me, the cheer yeah, squad yeah. all worked their way. What about on the bench? Clark, I had to go at you on the bench. Yeah, he tried to get at me and it was only Mark Evans that stopped. I had to be have get security to my car because yeah, they were all waiting for me, all the Hawthorne people. They, so it was one of the they, more draining games I've ever had. Do the hardcore Hawks people still get into you? Uh, they're pretty good now. They've let it go. But um, Brad, Brad was probably the best for it. And we're in a bar on a Monday two weeks later celebrating Mad Monday because we got knocked out of the finals a week later. Get a tap on the shoulder from Tommy Bell Chambers says, "Look at the door." And it's a whole Hawthorne team walking in, mm. and I thought this could be interesting. And then it was Luke Hodge put his hand out to oh, shake my hand. I said, "He goes, can I just say on behalf of the Hawthorne Footy Club, I'm embarrassed how we handled it between Clarko, Campbell Brown, giving it to you on radio." He said, "Yeah, you know, what it happens on the field should stay on the field." We ended up drinking with him nice. for a week later. That's good, so, isn't it? Yeah, it was really good. Yeah. All right, that's all we've got time for you today. Lord, he has been good. Matty Lloyd, thanks for no, joining thanks us. Thanks, guys. Really enjoyed it. AFL thanks. podcast, and we'll see you next week. That's